So <laughs> that was such a bad start. <sighs> okay, guys. So today is Saturday, January the twenty second, two I'm gonna give you an update on my day. So here's the gist update. So I was around someone who was sick and they've got the cold, right? I didn't know I was around them around Tuesday, Wednesday, and they tested. Um, They tested Thursday and Friday. They got the cold. I tested Sunday because I was doing some stuff. I tested again, I think on Tuesday. Yeah, because they required two tests. And then I tested again Thursday. And your girl is doing well And I have another test on Monday. I went to the supermarket. And I bought some onions, different types. I'm making onion soup. I just had some garlic ginger tea with oat milk. (sighs) Broccoli. I think I ate too much today, actually. But um, I don't even remember what I ate. But for some people won't think it's a lot. But for me, it's a whole lot. I had like half a plate of broccoli with butter. I'm making the onion soup right now. I had my tea. I think I had probably two or three apples. I'm not sure what else I had. But I had a lot. I was drinking kombucha like crazy. Was there anything else I had? I must have had something this morning. I don't know. But anyways, I feel like a mountain. And I even haven't had my... My onion soup, which I need to have. That's my measure. Okay, let's get into the topic here. So, I went to Primark yesterday to buy something. And I ended up not buying what I wanted to buy, but I bought a wellness journal instead. It's quite interesting. The topics, like page one... You have day focus and reflecting on my day on the second page. So basically, every day you have two pages. Page A is day focus. Page B is reflection. On below today's focus, you have overview of today's task. Something positive to focus on for today mindful exercises to practice one two three today 
I would like to learn. Then you have the lines to write there. This morning my mind is feeling. This morning my body is feeling. This morning my soul is feeling. These topics are really interesting. On the reflection, today was, I was grateful for the best things that happened today. Things I am proud of today. One, two, three. Today I learned. Tonight I am feeling tomorrow's focus. Now this morning I got up and I thought about writing in the book and I didn't. I didn't. I did not. But I had my task overview in my brain. Things that I wanted to do. I didn't write them down. So that's the result of not writing it down. I did some of the tasks. I mean, even if I had written it down, chances are maybe I wouldn't have done all of them or I wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to do all of them. But certainly, I would have better time management and I would have probably done more, if not all, right? So I did not write it down. This morning when I got up, I was thinking of actually doing the... Part it says mindful exercise to practice. I'm doing mindfulness and I'm grateful for that. But not only that, I've come up on some resources because as this is what I do, it's just things that I enjoy doing. I came I came up with some to for, with some great source of information. Now during the day while I was on the road, I was listening to an audio book because the book is heavy, so I didn't take the book with me. So when I'm not able to do that, or when I didn't, I still continue reading the audio book or listening to the audio while I'm just mundanely traveling. So within the audio, right? It spoke about um, focusing on your purpose and how to identify the purpose. It spoke about that your purpose is identified to what you are more drawn to when you were a child. And basically, excuse me guys, <coughs> if you don't... If you don't focus on this purpose, which basically is your task for your life, to it's your life journey to many manifest this natural inkling into something, then a lot of us will be miserable and feel unfulfilled and maybe at the end you feel like you wasted your life. Yeah. It also spoke about how the majority of us were walking around 
somewhat I wouldn't I'm not gonna use the word hypnotize I just tell you it's just in my mind but we're just hopping from one thing to the other in terms of going through our day aimlessly which is true because while I was there on the street then I saw a lot of people and um, everybody was going different directions sure they had their purpose but knowing what I was doing and I know for sure the majority was basically doing the same thing and I did not write down my tasks to accomplish today and I'm sure maybe easily 50% of the persons didn't do that they probably just had some ideas in their head so they are on the road they have some tasks to do and they somewhat will be going through the day aimlessly Though they may be completing some of their tasks, but at the same time, if the task is not towards the greater manifestation of your talent, then it's still aimless. Even if the task is important, even if the task involves your job, if your task, if you're even your job, right? If, the, if you spend time on a job, that doesn't correlate to your natural inkling that is going through life aimlessly. Because really you're just wasting time. Meaning that you're not going to be fulfilled. The talent or the imagination or the zeal that you would get to explore more and contribute to society is going to be absent from a task that does not relate to your natural inkling. So, as I was walking on the street, going to the mall, going to the pharmacy, the little errands that I had to do, sure, there are things that you have to do, like um, the errands that I ran today. But put it this way, even your errands should be a part of your goal in terms of your natural inkling so i was going on errands and i was picking up some groceries to make my onion soup um to get some ginger key lime which is the green the green lime right not lemons and um, Yes, I could say that this is a part because my natural inkling, I've had it. I was always into home remedies. I'm not saying I'm making a home remedy, but I was more into like fruits and vegetables and treating the body so i've been doing this since childhood so i can say in a way this was a part of my natural thing i even went out and i got turmeric tablets yes but at the same time the 
time that I took, I could have gone, I could have done the job in a shorter time. Not saying that we should rush everything, but I'm just saying if I had written down everything that I want to accomplish today, then the proper proportion of time would be duly noted to depending on the tasks I had to do. And therefore, there would be a ranking of priority. Also, a ranking of priority would include, say, like, um, I just lost my thought, but it would include, say, like, um, yes, yes, this is what I was going to say. It would include, say, like, rest time. rest time it would include say like play time in terms of socialization because um this is a part of your wellness and a lot of times a lot of situations that we get into physical ailment mental stress is a matter of us not having a balanced situation because when you're stressed it sends the stress hormones to the body and just meeting to have a conversation socializing with other people or socializing in the way that you're able to socialize that actually helps your physical body because everything starts with the mental health, even your physical health condition, right? If the mind is not balanced, then it sends, it sends stress hormone to the physical body. And when there's stress hormones into the body, you tend to gravitate to unhealthy food. It increases your hormone level. Hence, you would start to consume anything in your path, like not because you're hungry, but because you're somewhat trying to pacify yourself. And what is advertised to us is a lot of greasy foods sugary foods and even if you don't have these foods right still binging is not good which i think i kind of did that today even though i told you what i ate and you don't think it's binging it was binging i did a lot of binging throughout this week i felt stress and um i think the stress was related to um that I had a lot of work to do and it seems um, I wasn't sure what to prioritize. So I went full on into one project and then it's like my mind just closed off on the other. And then I decided to go on the other, then my mind closed on, on to the first one. And then I just got confused because I'm thinking that I can do both of them but then again, you know, we have the advice that we need to have single focus on one project. So that's tough. 
because I can see how both projects feed into each other. So I had a lot of stress from that. Like I was taking too long and if I focus on one, it takes a lot of energy. And then I somewhat got an addicted energy to it. I don't know if you call that flow. I don't know. I wouldn't say I reached flow with it. But I just zeroed in on it. So that's what my stress was accounted for. So yeah, so that's what happened. And I had to force myself to take breaks. And my brain was so tired. And then on my breaks, I would try to distract myself with things like YouTube videos, which further, it's different from what I was focused on. So it's like a relief. But at the same time, it's like junk food because it stresses my brain also. And it's like food with no sustenance. You know, there's no nutrition for my brain or anything. It's just bore hole in my brain and I was just tired all over again from watching nonsense and I got nothing from it and then what I had to focus took on a lot of energy and I didn't have that energy and it was it was a lot so the only thing I just looked for something to make me feel better so I start binging on all kind of crazy things and or they weren't crazy but they were too much you know, I was just eating to feel better. But the more I eat, the worse I felt, which why it's a drug, because even though I didn't binge on unhealthy things, no, I did once actually. During the week, I bought some KFC. Can you believe it? I bought chicken strips, three pieces. I bought the tasty cheese McDonald's, like, you know, the small burger with the fries yeah to me that's that's ridiculous that's ridiculous i had that this week that's like very ridiculous yeah so and i wasn't even able to work out this week i worked out maybe twice maximum and i didn't do the mindfulness right through the week i did it probably well, actually i was very good in the mindful thing well, no, I didn't start it out in the week very well. I I started, I did better maybe on after Tuesday, every day. Yeah, maybe the 18th. Yeah, I did very well every day since then. But the point I was trying to make today is, okay, you know what? Let me make the point on the next episode. Yes, the point I'm trying to make here is that it's all very tricky and uh, the whole process of life, figuring it all out and I have been doing personal development since I could count. So... I thought even that I even coined the word. But in reflecting on it, reflecting on who I was as a child, I really have great respect for that person. And I wish to be that person again.
So that's my life goal and to allow that person to manifest their greatness. So during the journey on the road when I almost completed what I wanted, I stopped by Primark again because I wanted to return an item that was broken. And I spent, because I didn't schedule my day, I spent maybe two and a half hours there, which is another distraction. It wasn't fun time that I planned to socialize so I can get my brain in a different order you know, get some ideas, even just simple conversation, you know, it's good for your brain. No, I spend it walking around in Primark for, I'm just going to say almost two and a half hours. I'm not sure. Maybe it was two hours. As if that's better. And um, I came out with two items. Came out with a mirror, a two-sided mirror. And I came out with um, some nice socks. <laughs> That's all for two hours. What I learned from my Primark experience, because I was even playing my audiobook. So I guess sometimes, guys, you know, things are not going to go. We're going to have those days where. We know that we haven't started the day how we wanted to. So chances are it's going to go downhill. But one point is to manage how it's going downhill, you know, like I binged all week this week, right? And um, it's only one day that I had the... Um, the McDonald's, thank God. With the KFC, thank God. Only one day. But I had food in the food court maybe three times. But at the same time, the stuff that I binged from, I bought from the groceries. So I already know this week was, a speci was especially stressful. So I managed it by knowing that I'm going to binge. Well, I didn't know I was going to binge, but I know I would have just eaten everything that I bought. So I managed not to buy any chocolates. I bought apples instead. I managed not to buy any sugar, sugar, sugary drinks. I bought kombucha. I know... I'm going to need a lot of tea because I think it makes me feel hugged, <laughs> comforted. So I bought oats milk. I bought a tea bag. No sugar. I bought sparkling water. I bought the broccoli. The thing, I guess... What I shouldn't have bought, I bought a pack of cheese, Swiss cheese. I, I guess that's probably the, the, the worst because I knew I felt like I was just going to eat everything. And I did eat the whole pack. You know, I bought 
a pack of almonds. This is my groceries for this week. And while I was in the supermarket, I wanted to buy a pack of peanuts. But guys, I knew that I would have gotten home and I've just eaten everything. Not because I'm hungry, but because I needed to calm down. And I managed not to cash it at the cashier. So, you're going to have weeks like this, as I did, right? But try your best. I know it's not easy to manage the things that you're going to binge out on. TV, if you're going to binge out on TV, at least try binge out on a documentary. I watch a lot of crap. I think I failed in the YouTube this week. Um, if you are going to walk around in the mall to thinking that you're only going to take 10 minutes, which I thought I was going to take 10 minutes, I end up taking over two hours. At least have an audio book plugged in your brain. You know, kind of like offset your down days not you're not you, yes you're down days because you already could feel it from the beginning of the day that yeah you have to plan i guess the best thing to do even before you get to this day right because these days are going to happen and so we have to plan um strategically on how to manage the days when we're unable to manage. I didn't know my week would have been like this. That I would have gone through this emotional week. But it did happen. Oh, my onion soup. <laughs> but it did happen, guys. Right? So... The lesson is that there are unpredictable down moments, okay? Mo moments that you don't think will go badly. There are those days. So, during your happy time, plan for ways of how to rescue yourself. Be your own superman, superwoman. Plan in terms of the type of music that you know would change your, how you feel, give you a positive attitude, make you more want to be physical in terms of want to jump around and do exercise. You know, sometimes when you hear a certain music, you have to move. Like write a list of those music that you know, always energize you to want to move your body. Because there's going to be a day when you don't want to do it. So if you have a playlist for that, that would be great. Also have a playlist, I would say, of things that will... For example, if you heard like quotes or say if you've heard like short videos from YouTube or Instagram or TikTok that answer questions that motivates you. Have that playlist also. 
right? Words that inspire you. Have that playlist for all the emotions, right? Have also an explanation list. You can write it in the playlist also. You can even make your own playlist in terms of make a recording of the things that you know drives you. Like today, as I was going through what I was going through, I still had my audiobook playing. So it highlighted why I was doing what I was doing. It highlighted how much I was just following and not necessarily choosing, right? And uh, I guess if I didn't have that audiobook playing, I probably wouldn't have arrived home the time that I did. I probably would have stayed longer and I probably would have engaged in other non-productive things, right? So I cannot say it didn't help. I, I must say I knew it helped because then I realized that I was walking around just like everyone else aimlessly because of what I heard on the audiobook. Also, I want to mention like, yeah, record if you hear something that explain. Like one more thing they were talking about. Um, I know with the personal development, I was there hearing a lot of stuff that was motivational, reading a lot of stuff when I was a kid, listening to motivational things, being motivated by everything in my environment, even babies I was motivated by, little kids. I always saw something within people that was inspiring. doesn't matter their age or what they were doing, but something that inspired them that inspired me, right? So I was listening to a lot of motivation because I didn't know like this existed. But in my own way, I was kind of doing that, right? But now I've more than passed my 10,000 hours. <laughs> so now it has taken a different spin. And based on my readings and research, which I do voluntarily which I even do for fun and this is what is making me get into the realization that maybe this is a part of my natural inkling because I've been doing it from young age and I'm still doing it today and I do it for fun and not that I do it for fun but when I do it I get hypnotized by it and I enjoy it and I will never stop doing it. I don't think it's possible for me to stop. So that's an indication that it's a part of my natural inkling. So, and I'm very happy for that because in my research, like, I guess if I was asked that question, I could. But knowing and realization is different things. And a part of realization is experiencing or researching for knowledge because when you research for knowledge then it enables you to realize your reality mm, I like that 
realize your reality. So knowledge enables you to realize your reality. I think I should make that a quote. <laughs> should I put it on Instagram? Knowledge makes you realize your reality. Where is my pen? You know, it's moments like these that you always need to have a pen, right? And this is also a part of it, guys. You need to always have a notebook and you need to always have a pen because this is what happened as you go through your human journey that things like this would pop up and it's not by accident it's because you've been going through your journey and your brain start making new connections and associations that allows you to create ideas new ideas ideas that are uniquely you and only you will know how to express it in a way that certain people will understand that can identify with you so yes the book is very important so um what i was saying about that is um now i'm realizing that um the real personal development or motivation it's not about motivating people right how you motivate people is in your accomplishment of you because people are motivated for a large percentage by inspiration what they see and if you really take a look on for example the child who is not um who is not so much influenced by society because they're so young right now you can see that how he learns language and how he learns culture is not because it's not because he was told these things because he doesn't really understand words right now right but because of observation he learns to understand emotions and moods and then he comes to a conclusion and how based on a conclusion not necessarily in words but his conclusions are in emotions so that is why babies notice babies are not talking when they're born right because they need to observe and they need to learn human emotion and this is our first language that we all forgot and that we don't realize. So this is very important to realize. And this emotion will inspire. It is inspired by um, the emotion that we see inspires our behavior the way it inspires a child because a child doesn't understand spanish like an infant doesn't understand spanish doesn't understand portuguese french dutch no but the emotion inspires a behavior in him this is our primal language the emotion so 
if you want to contribute to people this i think this was so groundbreaking at what i just said wow and i'm not guys i'm not even i'm just talking to you and this is all coming out so i'm hoping that you are getting good values from this right now i hope somebody's life is being touched by it so just let's continue so if my real hope is to contribute to humanity the only way i can contribute to humanity is to digest what i have to say and become it so that people can feel my energy feel my emotions and actually get inspired feel inspired this is the major part of change i see as i said earlier words are important as i said earlier research is important because it allows you to realize your aspirations it help you to realize reality this is very important well the more dominant although that is important the more dominant is to realize it within you first so people can understand because the first language as i said is the emotions the energy this is the first primal language of the human race and it is highly impactful one more thing i want to tell you about my primart adventure and i'm going to put that on the third section yes today's recording it's long but there seem to be a lot of value and i hope you are getting what it really is and applying it to your life so let's celebrate okay so two main points that i want to point out to you right because we're in a journey of becoming ourselves or unbecoming who we who we were never we are in a journey of unbecoming who we never were that's it right um therefore with the journey a lot of time we need to see this self in the physical you know about 2d 3d 4d dimensions we are dimensional we are dimensional in our being our energy our mind our soul our body and we've heard this several times right but we fail to put it into practice and i'm going to highlight this why we feel right we have to take in consideration maybe just like what the 
Bible is saying. It's just an example, you know. You don't have to be religious, but let's just say the, the Bible have been telling us, but we didn't connect it, you know, but we're connecting it today. It says three in one and one in three, right? The physical, the mind, and the soul. These three has to be in work all the time for fruition, 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 <laughs> right? And if you are unbecoming the person who you never were, that is also in three-dimensional. So you focusing on the soul, the inner self, who you are, your natural inkling, you have to focus on the mind, the mind, the energy, because whatever is fed to the mind affects the soul and it affects the physical, right? The mind is like a sponge, right? So you have to be very careful. So we, a lot of time in the personal development industry, they're focusing a lot on the thoughts, the mind, that area. And that's good. But for full picture, or I should say and full picture, we need to realize that the physical is literally physical. And you need to see this physical. Because a lot of time we're in our brain, we're in our mind, and we're trying to work it out. But there needs to be a coordination with the other two parts. Our soul, our natural inkling, who we are to our core. And who we are physically. Because who you are physically in terms of culture, in terms of the culture that you'd like to adopt, in terms of the in terms of the time that we live, in the terms of the time that you're living right now, in terms of the time that you were born, and in the terms of the time that you will be living in when you're 80 years old. These things are very significant because based on these things, you can see that healthcare, um, nutrition, socialization are impacted based on time, right? The time that we're living in. So what is our physical capability, right? How do we have to be physically fit? What what do you even look like? Because a lot of times we're in our mind, we're trying to focus on our inner self, you know, the soul part, the natural part. But then when we try to identify with those two and we don't do a simple thing as take a mirror, like I got this mirror, 
the mirror from Primark. I picked it up and I was looking at it and I just loved it. And I turned it around and I saw there was, um, the other side was magnifying. But this mirror is so beautiful because I get to look on my physical. A lot of times, a lot of times we get caught up in like a job or conforming to society and we feel like in our minds we don't know who we are. But also sometimes just looking at a mirror and focusing on what you look like physically, who you are physically reminds you of who you are. It gives you some solid ground to stand on. And I walked in Primark with this mirror for almost an hour, looking at the mirror, enjoying Primark, but admiring this mirror because I get to see the self. Now, I know society will tell you how um, it's vanity to to practice looking at yourself. But these things are all lies. These things are all lies. These are part of the distraction. You are a human person. You are physical, your soul, your body. But a lot of times we forget to see who we are. It's like, for example, if you talk to your, say, mother on the phone you have that connection to your mother you love her so much but it's different when you physically get to see her she becomes even more real more significant it's the same with you because you can see your mother but you cannot see yourself you can see another human being but you don't see yourself so you actually forget Get how real you are. I know we can say maybe we use the mirror sometimes. We'll probably put it on some lipstick. But a lot of times during the day, we probably look at ourselves. Not even look at ourselves, but look at a part of our body. But we don't really look at ourselves to know how real we are. How real our goals are. And how we need to come accomplish it. And how real the time that we don't know how much of it we actually have is limited. We don't realize how limiting the time is. And we can tell the limitation by just looking in the mirror. Once upon a time, you were looking like a 10-year-old. Once upon a time, you were looking like a baby. Now you're not looking that way anymore. Just looking at yourself reminds you of the passage of time and how lucky you have been to still be here and how uncertain you are of what's going to happen next. So that's what I learned from walking into Primark today. Another important point I want to stress also with the research I did, it helped me realize why is it that sometimes 
I know what I need to do, but I don't do them. Well, the brain is basically made to preserve your energy so you can protect yourself to live longer, to preserve time, right? To elongate your time here. So basically, we become creatures of habit. We become automatic. We basically go through life in a routine mentality, right? And a lot of people like to say, oh, I don't like to follow routines. But if you really write down the things that you do every day, you would realize you're doing them for months. The same thing, accomplishing the same results. And it may not be a result that you are working on, but for example, a routine is like, could be easily as if at say 10.30, I have not brushed my teeth at 10.30, say if say at eight o'clock, if I decide not to brush my teeth at eight o'clock, by 10.30, when I'm tired, there's a 50% chance I will not brush my teeth properly or I may not brush it at all. That in itself is a routine because it would happen several times. If you don't do a task by a certain time, hours later, you will feel this way and the likelihood of you accomplishing that task reduced dramatically. And that's a time. That's a routine. Other people have their own routine. But not accomplishing something positive is also a routine. Root, there's a routine and a plan for failure. There's a routine to failure. There's a routine for not accomplishing our tasks. And we follow it religiously. Religiously. So that's one more thing I want to point it out. And there's way of accomplishing the task. Because even in society, you can see example of people who have accomplished that task. We, if you are struggling to accomplish that task, it's because you have not, have, you don't have a routine that is like the other person who accomplished that task. You have another routine that makes sure that you don't accomplish the task. So instead of looking on what we normally do in our struggles to try to accomplish the task, let's just take exactly what this person does. And I know there's going to be a resistance to it. Because this is what the brain does. The brain wants you to remain in routine. Because remaining in routine, you don't have to make any new connections. Not making any new connections, you save more energy in case there's going to be like a lion attack or food shortage. The brain wants to make sure it has enough energy. So when you try to change, there is a chemical reaction in your body. And you feel it emotionally. 
and you feel like, oh no, I cannot change. But you actually can. And you know why you can? Because instead of deciding not to brush my teeth at 8 o'clock, I actually can. I'm not physically incapable of doing it. There is not going to be a payment for doing it. The world will not stop if I do it. I just need to walk to the bathroom and go and do it. That's it. I just need to go and do it. But in our brain, we feel like, oh, we cannot. But that's just the brain trying to trick you. That's a trick. Because if you ask yourself, Okay, now it's 8 o'clock. I need to brush my teeth. Do I know where the bathroom is? Answer is yes. Have I ever been there before? Yes. Is it possible for me to walk to the bathroom and be there in one minute or less? Yes. Okay, walk to that bathroom. Let's cut it down like this, okay? Because their brain is trying to fool you, you know. You know you can go to the bathroom, but your brain is telling you, oh, no, not this time. Just walk to the bathroom. And when you go there, you congratulate yourself. The brain likes this. Celebrate it. You have accomplished an accomplishment. Celebrate it. So focus on one step at a time. Don't think about the whole task. You have to go there. You have to floss. You have to use this toothpaste, this toothbrush. And how long it's going to take. This is what distracts you. No. We are going to put it in micro tasks. Can, do I know where the bathroom is? Yes. Can I walk to the bathroom? Yes. Can I walk to the bathroom now? Yes. Am I doing it? One leg. One step. The next step. The next step. When you reach the bathroom, you celebrate. I have accomplished it. I have accomplished that task. One task you need to focus on, walking to the bathroom. When you walk to the bathroom, you have accomplished that task. Next task, do I have a toothbrush? Yes, take the toothbrush. Celebration. Next task, toothpaste on the toothbrush. Celebration. Next task. Start to brush the teeth. Just focus on the immediate task, not how long it's going to take, the things you... If you do this, right, when you have low motivation, the brain gets overwhelmed and you just get... And you shut down. But just break it down into micro steps. You can do it. You've done it before. Your brain is just tricking you into you believing that you cannot do it. And which you know it's not true because the steps, it's like, say you will put the steps, it's like baking a cake. How do I bake a cake? How do I brush my teeth? I need to go to the bathroom. I need a toothbrush, toothpaste, and floss. Those are the ingredients. Do you have those? Yes. Then instructions now are the method first walk to the bathroom just like you're baking a cake first get the flour 
So you think about walking to the bathroom, visualize walking to the bathroom, right? And then walk to the bathroom. Okay, so you have your aim, which is I'm gonna make a cake. In this time, it's, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Part two, the ingredients to the cake, what you need to accomplish the aim. Three, the method. Step one, step two, and after you finish the steps, voila, that's it. Now, <laughs> those are the last two points that I have for you today. I noticed a very long video, but um, I mean audio, but I hope you enjoyed and understand what I'm trying to say. And while I was actually doing this, I was really looking into the Primark mirror and looking at myself and realizing how real I am and about time and how much I enjoy talking to you guys, how much you inspire me and how real we can do this together. Now, until next time, make your videos, guys, and tag me also, okay? Ciao. This is Nicole on the Saturday evening. I hope you enjoy my talk. I hope you got some inspirational out of it. And I hope you can make your time here with us, with your families and um, exploring who you are to your core. I hope you can make that starting today. Until next time, ciao.